Welcome. This is episode five of Alter to the Muse. I'm Josh. And I'm Angie. And this episode is called Failure is the Foundation. And that's a little hat tip to the great thinker Seth Godin from his book, uh, Shipping Creative Work. We're probably going to talk about Seth Godin a lot as he has some really great ideas about creativity. But we wanted to talk about this idea of failure um, and what that means to us and and how important failure is to creative process. Yeah, so um, I know for myself that failure happens all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I fail to get on the charts. <laughs> with my songs um i i fail to um to write the finished version the first time you know it takes tons and tons of um reworkings and rethinkings and reimaginings of how something can go i fail at that mixing something like i might get get to a point where i'm done and i i release it and then six months later i'm listening to it and I'm like, oh what was I thinking six months ago when I did that? <laughs> but at the time, it was the best I could do. Yeah, I, I often think that, you know, when we go to Josh's parents' house, they're kind of um, my first art collector. <laughs> they they uh, would buy, they'd actually pay me for artwork, and they have, they're like, their home is like a museum to my art process over the years. And when I walk through and I see these old, things I made that are upwards of 20 years old, I think, wow, what was I thinking? It was so simplistic or, hmm, I could do such a better job with that idea now. And and just like you said, it was really the best I could do at the time, given the circumstances or where I was or even what I was thinking. Um, and it's sort of holds in time, like a time capsule, what my creative process was in that moment. But I'm so different now. I'm like, my cells have changed over time, right? Because our cells change, what is it, every seven years, I think? Our, all the cells in our body are different. I'm like a whole different person, many times over. And, and if I had achieved this great state of perfection, uh, 20 years ago, where what would that leave for me now? And if I'm achieving that great state of perfection now, what will it leave for me 20 years from now? You know, there. the thing is, this is what I think the thing is, is that we think there's such a thing as perfection. We think that actually exists. Like somewhere along the line in our culture, in our schooling, we've learned that you could be perfect. And I think that's the biggest myth. Yeah, absolutely. Um I actually keep recordings that I made when I was like nine months old on the guitar, you know, things that, um, that, that I listened to, to remember what it was to be a beginner, to remember what it was before I knew anything, before I had all the rules in place, before, um, before I even knew that there were things called keys and that music could be in a key. Um, you know, the, uh, the things that we do, it, it, they build upon each other 
and the the little failures that we make along the way, they're those lessons that make what we do more close to the truth. That it um that if I'm if I'm creating a, a, a song or I'm creating a mix and I listen to it and I think like, oh, I don't want to do that thing that I did six months ago. I want to do this. I want to do something a little bit better than that. I, I want to really make sure that I'm, I'm not falling into that trap. Well, if I never made that mistake in the first place, I wouldn't be able to grow upon it. And so arriving at a state of perfection means that like nothing ever happens to you. Right. That's such an important thing I think you're bringing up right now. I think you really hit on it is that that failure is it. Like it, it's all about failure. That's what moves the, not only the creative process, but anything worth investigating, anything worth pursuing. It's because maybe somewhere along the line you failed at it right? Like there's a problem and I've got to try and work my way through it. Our, our biggest realizations come from our failures. How many times did, I know everybody talks about Thomas Edison, but like, <laughs> like how many light bulbs did he make? It was like 400. Right. Something. He failed 400 times, like hundreds of times he failed. Yeah. And I think, I think the, one of the things he says is like, I didn't, I didn't, fail 400 times, I found 399 ways that didn't work, right? And and that's a that's just because we're afraid of the word failure. Like, we don't want it, not because it means the same thing. It still didn't work, <laughs> you know? Right. The, uh... <laughs> and I think, I think that, that if perfectionism is a myth, then failure is the only truth. While you might be afraid of failure, that's what needs to change, is like, how can you embrace a culture of failure. It's okay to fail. That's what makes us so wonderful. That's what makes us human is that we fail all the time, but that we get right back up and we try it again. Yeah, and and I my apologies to anybody that like loves Steely Dan that's listening to this. Um I I've had to listen to a lot of Steely Dan in the last couple of weeks and I really don't like Steely Dan. Like, I just don't like them. I don't, their music is too, it's too perfect. It's so polished that, that it, it has no feeling to me. Like there's no, B.B. King talks about playing the blues and he says, when you play the blues, you got to play from your butt. All right. And that to me is like, yeah, when you play music, you got to play from your butt. It's not just, it's not, it, when you live in your head, when the whole thing is so in your head, then you're, you're really missing out on like all of the other organs of your body, <laughs> you know, and putting all of that, that soul and that energy and that, that, that power into what you're making, that profundity. And, and when we, when we get so wrapped up in, in, oh, the note has to be perfect. Then you end up with things like auto-tune. And it's a neat effect. But give me a real singer any day. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you can translate that into so many things. Um, I think, like, even writing, you know? I mean, there's a, there's a lot of rules about writing. Yes, there are. <laughs> and I don't... Even the best of the editors out there probably uh, 
have their moments, <laughs> you know? And, and I embrace my failure with writing. I'm okay with it. Like, I love that I have people that I can give my writing to and be like, could you polish this up a little bit? But you know what? In as much as, and I have an editor, and if, and if she's out there listening, Dorothy, I love you. <laughs> um, but I accept that the writing will never be perfect that there's always a way I could have said it better, that there, there could be a real blatant spelling error, <laughs> a real simple thing, that it's, it will, it's impossible to make it perfectly polished. And, and, and who wants perfectly polished anyways? I love that, that the, um, there's a practice in, in Japanese pottery. Yeah, it's wabi-sabi. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the the where a piece of pottery gets a crack and then they fill it with gold. Yeah. And and so your cracks are your gold. Yeah. Right? Those parts of you that are imperfect, like that's your gold. Yeah. And sometimes kids will, will say to me, like in chorus or something, they'll be like, Oh, but Mr. Ha, I don't have a really good voice. I'm not really a good singer I I couldn't do this do a solo or I couldn't do it and I and and then I think like okay but there's Bob Dylan and there's Tom Waits and there's Leonard Cohen and these are amazing songwriters and they have not amazing voices by the standard that people put voices on pedestals and say that's a great one but let me tell you that's their voice and that voice is authentic and real and awesome and beautiful. They're singing from the butt. They're singing from the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan plays harmonica from the, you know, like, you know, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, and the, the appreciation of that is so, there's like life in that. There's like, there's like this, this, this human thing that we are not perfect beings and so uh, embracing that imperfection and then putting it out there in the world yeah i think that's the big hurdle so if you're feeling that intimidation because you're afraid to fail i'm going to say that's my challenge to you is looking at that and being like, well, how can I fail? So one, I've spoken with a teacher who said that if they didn't get uh, like a hundred um, denial or, or letters of refusal for uh, a project they were trying to put forth, if they had to collect like a hundred, um, we're sorry, but we can't accept your letter that that was the goal. I need to get at least 100 of, of those letters of failure. Then I know that I'm, that I'm actually doing the work I'm supposed to be doing. Now, how's that for, for a twist in, in your embrace of failure? Yeah, it's like, um, uh, it's, it's like get up and try, try again, right? It's like we don't, we don't it's not how, how often we stand, but it's how we pick ourselves up when we stumble. You know, and that we continue to do that, that we continue to get up, and um, and and you and you take the shots. You keep submitting to the 
to the newsletter. You keep submitting to the to the blog. You keep submitting to the book. You keep submitting to the um, to the to the Spotify playlist or whatever it is you're going for. You keep delivering, and you know they might turn you down every time. Yep. You know, I how many times does the art gallery turn you down? Yeah. Like. Over and over and over again. I would joke about a one local gallery and say it was my annual rejection. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that's just that's just how it is, you know. But it doesn't it doesn't mean that what you made wasn't good. Right. And you know, and the an interesting story about my annual rejection for twenty years. I tried to get into one gallery for twenty years, um, and I would get rejected and rejected and rejected. And then one year I got in, and the piece got in. The juror who chose the pieces for the show loved it so much, the juror actually bought the piece. <laughs> See, now that's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. It was one of my, um, a tree journal that I have. Um, yeah, it got into the show, and the actual juror is the one who purchased the piece. So you just, you never know. You got to fail, though, a lot to get there. Yeah. That's the truth. And, um, and you, you have to, it's, this is a, an improvising thing too. When you're playing music and you're improvising, you, you're going to play wrong notes, wrong notes. I'm putting the air quotes right now. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You're going to play wrong notes. And the thing is, is that they're not really wrong. There's perhaps just other ways you could have said it. Is it maybe, maybe that, that thing that you did, if you, with a little bit more, a little bit more experience, you take that wrong thing that everyone's perceiving as wrong and you twist it and turn it into something that becomes not wrong anymore. People are like, oh my, that was brilliant. And then everyone starts copying it and wanting to figure out what you did, but it was wrong before. You did taking that failure and it's like, it's a new way of doing things. Yeah. Status quo Progress never happens by staying in that status quo. Right, like a safe zone, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, progress comes from from testing yeah. that edge a little bit. You do. You there's there's always like, can I can I what happens if I go a little to the left or a little to the right right now? What happens if I you know, I do this all the time. I experiment with where the microphones are placed. I do this all the time. I don't think I have. I noticed they were a little further apart today. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and it's not. It's just to see what it does. It's not because, um, you know, there's there. I it can be corrected. Whatever you know, kind of mistake that might come out of it. You know, I it can be corrected. It can be fixed in a way. Um, and I go, okay, well, I guess I won't do that again. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, embrace a culture of failure, collect your 100 letters of rejection, and, and keep making and keep moving and keep doing, and, and trust that the fact that you are encouraged to make again, that's where the perfection lies. Like That's where the gold is is in your desire to keep doing the work. Awesome. And until the next time, keep creating. <laughs>
We'll see you. You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.